Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business, and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and, more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five- and six-figure launches, tripled their income, and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey, 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 welcome back to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. Today, we are talking about how I made my first 10K online And I'm sharing on this topic in the hopes that it is going to support you to do the same. So this is very much for those of you that are at a foundational level in your business right now. But if you're listening in and you're not at that level, you're still in the right place. You know, I've got clients who are half a million dollar business owners and I've got clients who are just starting out in their business throughout my different programs and courses. So I'm really going to speak to both ends of the spectrum throughout this podcast. Uh, But if you are not at a foundational level, I'd continue to listen in because I feel like you'll probably pick up some really valuable tidbits that will support you. Because what I know to be true is that it's really the foundational marketing work, the foundational strategy, the foundational mindset that we continue to build on no matter where we're at in our business, no matter whether you are a millionaire, no matter whether you are someone who's just starting out. So today, really, I say it's all about how I first made my 10K online, but I'm sharing valuable strategies really designed to support you no matter where you're at. Okay, so As a bit of background, when I first started my business, I was still working in corporate and it was during my transition across to working my business and also doing marketing consulting based work that I started doing my first 10K months in my business. So while I say here my first 10K, really what I'm sharing are the strategies that supported me to make the first significant money in my business, right? the first significant money in my business and really enabled me to continue to do that on an ongoing basis. So this wasn't just uh, that one time I launched one course and I made 10K out of the gate and then I didn't make any money for six months. (laughs) I giggle because that happens. This is how I made my first 10K in a way that was really sustainable and I use these strategies to then continue to make more money from that place. I hope that makes sense. Now, before I share the four ways specifically that I did that, I just want to share a note on money while we're talking about it. Money, money, money. I'm going to talk about money a lot throughout this podcast. And the reason why is that I view money as simply another metric in your business. It is a metric, right? In my business, Money is not the primary success metric. I didn't start my business so that I could 
make a shitload of money. I started my business so that I could support people and serve in a really meaningful way and so that I could live a life that felt really deeply aligned for me. Then I discovered that I could make a shitload of money alongside that and that also got me really excited because I realized that I could have that success as well. And so I would really encourage you to recognize what your success metrics look like, knowing that money is simply one of them. But the reason that I talk predominantly to money is that it's a really great indicator of your next level or your next step that you might need to take in your business. So for example, because I'm saying today, I'm referencing my first 10K, this will support you to go, oh, okay, I'm in the early stages of my business. Ellie's talking about how she made her first 10K online. Therefore, this is probably for me based on that metric, that money metric. You know, I'm, I'm at a similar stage of business. So that's a reason why I absolutely will reference money often. Now, now that we have talked about that, let's dive into all the good stuff. So what I've done here is I've gone ahead and broken down the four key things that I did online that contributed significantly to my ability to be able to generate my first 10K in my business. Now, these are tips that are not algorithm dependent, but rather timeless, evergreen, as well as malleable to whatever business you have in the realms of coaching, creativity, or consulting, right? So let's dive in. Now, the first thing that I did when I started showing up and sharing my story online and I started providing value and I started marketing myself through social media was that I really focused on my journey and not just the destination. I shared my story. I brought people along for the ride. I didn't hold back with talking about my fears, my dreams, my hopes, my desires. I really allowed people to see my heart, my mind, and I brought them on the journey. So I shared when I left corporate. I shared when I became a trained qualified life coach. I shared when I launched my first programs. And If you're thinking at this point, oh, maybe this is only relevant if I'm a business coach, please know that it is not. It is relevant for you if you are a service-based business owner because people buy from people and they want to see you. They want to see your heart. They want to see your story. They want to see your experience because when you do share in that way, these people will start advocating for you. They'll start rooting for you and wanting you to succeed. And if you are open about what it is that you really desire and you demonstrate commitment to it, you're going to find so many people who want to work with you, want to recommend you and generally want to be around you because you're someone who is a go-getter. You're demonstrating your commitment to your work and to your business and to the way in which you show up in the world. And people are going to go, okay, I can make the connection here that if this is how they show up for themselves, then that's how they're going to show up for me. That's how they're going to show up for me if I'm their client, right? This is not dissimilar to dating or friendship or being in the workplace. You know, the more 
yourself you are throughout the journey, the more you give other people permission to do the same and be the same. People are going to lean in as you share openly along your journey. I remember once when I worked in corporate, an old director saying to me, you're so yourself here, here being the corporate office. And it was really intended to be like quite a neutral statement. Maybe it was intended to be negative, (laughs) but he said it in a very neutral way with no emotional charge attached. And I really took that on as a positive, great thing because it reminded me that the more that I lent into that, the more I was able to to give others permission to do the same. And I really saw that in my team and the women that I was quote unquote managing in corporate at the time was the more I really showed up, the more I was allowing those around me to show up in the ways that were most true for them. And when we empower others, when we empower others to trust themselves deeply because we've led by example, It's those empowered, self-trusting people who are more likely to want to work with us. So it feeds into a cycle that supports them and supports us, especially if we believe in soulful selling, which I absolutely do and I'm going to talk to in just a moment. So back to that example, the same is true for the internet. The less armor you're wearing, as Brene Brown would call it, the more you're going to be able to connect really deeply with your peeps. It's all about creating connection. And the more you share your journey, the more you share the light and shade of who you are, the more connection you're going to be able to create. Now, just a note on this, I feel it's important, obviously, whenever I'm talking about anything related to authenticity or vulnerability, to just really share that when it comes to this particular topic, I'm not talking about airing your dirty laundry online. (laughs) There's a difference here, right? I'm not saying go out and share the ways in which you're feeling sad or angry or frustrated or whatever else. This isn't about showing up in a way where you're expecting your community to hold you because that's not cool. It's more about showing up in a way where you are sharing openly from a place of value. So an example of that might be a time when you've experienced frustration around something and how you moved through it so that your client might be able to resonate with that rather than... I'm really feeling something deeply right now. These are all the ways that I'm sad and angry and frustrated. Blah. You can see the difference there, right? One is steeped in value. The other is uh, less focused on how it's serving your community and more focused on outlaying (laughs) and expressing your own emotion. Be mindful of those two because everything we share with our peeps, we always want to ensure that it is laden with value. Which leads me to my second tip here. The second way in which I generated my first 10K was that I combined valuable strategy with storytelling. So in other words, I focused on combining teachings, learnings, value with telling stories And here's why this worked. The neural activity in our brain increases fivefold when we hear a really good story. So neuroscientists have a saying of 
neurons that fire together wire together. What that means is that when we hear a really good story and our brain lights up, our brain is triggered to remember more of the information we're receiving. So by sharing valuable strategy and information through storytelling, I was supporting my clients to remember the information that I was sharing with them, which in turn meant that they remembered me. It allowed me to stand out more. A really common strategy that you'll see online, and I've been guilty of this as well, is that people share things like three-step strategies or just focus on lists or formulas, but the magic's in the combo, so weaving in storytelling and value. To give you an example of this, say that I am a spirituality coach. Now, I might have five tips to create a really incredible sacred space for meditation, that's the value. Then the storytelling component might be how I discovered these, how I discovered these sacred, you know, sacred spaces or my specific sacred space or the journey that I went on to create that space or even some examples of how clients have created their own sacred spaces confidentially, of course. Can you see the difference there? I really hope so. Okay, third up. Third up, I sold with soul. Now, a big part of the SWIFT marketing method, which is my signature method to help you create an intentional and profitable business, and the method that I teach inside my programs is to focus on selling with soul. Selling is not a dirty word. I've never viewed it as a dirty word. In fact, I've always perceived it to be the exact opposite of that. Selling is service. Selling is where you as the service provider or business owner have created something for a niche group of humans to solve a problem that they have. If you've created your business because it solves a problem, which as a heart-centered business owner, I know you have, then know that it's a complete and utter disservice not to share these solutions, right? So soulful selling is 100% a mindset shift and it has completely changed everything for me in my business and in my clients' businesses. And because I subscribe to this mindset and this strategy for sales, I've been able to draw in really, really incredible clients. Now, having a content strategy simply isn't enough. What is really necessary when we're talking about soulful selling is having an exact strategy to sell on live video, to sell in your social media posts, to sell in your Instagram DMs, and just more broadly speaking, to generate sales through social media. The difference between having these sales conversations in a soulful way or a sleazy way is the depth of the relationship. I'm going to say this again for max impact. The difference between having these sales conversations in a soulful way versus having them in a sleazy way is the depth of the relationship that you have with that potential client. If I reach out to someone who I have never spoken to online and I sell to them, they're going to be like, who the hell are you? How many times have you had that happen? I know for me, it's on the daily and it's so annoying. Like, get out of my DMs now, right? 
But if you've formed a relationship with someone and you launch a new program that you know is perfect for them because you've taken the time to get to know them and what they need, and you then tell them that you would love to have them in your program because it's the perfect solution for X, Y, or Z problem that you know that they have because they've shared it with you and that you've developed that program with them in mind, that is soulful selling. So invest time cultivating those relationships and selling is going to feel infinitely more amazing for you. So something that I did really early on was I invested time in my relationships, in my people. I viewed every single person as an individual human I focused on the small community that I had and every step throughout my journey, I have done that. I still have less than 10K followers on Instagram and I have (laughs) nearly half a million dollar business. (laughs) Hear my hesitation before sharing that? That's conditioning, right? And so know that if you really prioritize your relationship with your people, if you really focus on creating products and services that are specific to what it is that they need, that's really going to support them, and then you sell to them from that place of service, you will create a successful business. No word of a lie, you will develop an incredible business. You will sell time and time again. Oh, getting all fired up now. Let's chat tip number four before we wrap things up. Now, the fourth thing that I did in terms of making that initial Moolah online is that I created a really clear consumer journey. So one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make when they start out in business is that they go full-blown scattergun approach on content, right? Pinterest over here, YouTube channel over here, also Facebook Lives, IGTV, posting on Instagram every single day, and it doesn't work. And here's why. Firstly, it's exhausting. And the fastest way to destination burnoutsville, population you. Secondly, it's confusing for your ideal clients, right? They don't know where to be with you. They don't know where you show up online and what steps to take to follow you and to work with you. When I first started in my business, I had a really clear content funnel. And what I mean by content funnel is simply I knew what content I was sharing, where and how I was using that to warm my potential clients up to work with me. So it simply looked like this. Instagram was where I built community, which was where anyone who was cold to me would find me. Then I used a lead magnet to send those people to my email list, which is where there was an opportunity to book in a call with me. And on that call was where I would then share how they could work with me. Shortly after I started, I launched a Facebook group too, which is something I really recommend nowadays for new business owners, as it's a really great way to take people from Instagram and bring them one step closer to you and your work through that Facebook community. There's a real exclusivity and closeness in a Facebook group that you really can't emulate through Instagram. So my point being is that I would really recommend creating a content funnel that works for you and is really clear for your clients to take them from your social media platforms through to becoming a client of yours. So there you have it. 
the four ways that I was really able to hone in to make my first 10K online. I focused on the journey, not the destination. I combined valuable strategy with storytelling. I sold with soul and I created a clear customer journey. Now, at the time that this podcast is released, which is August 2020, what a year it's been, hey? I'm ready for the aliens. Bring them on. (laughs) I'm so ready for us to just see the aliens. It's like, what else have you got, 2020? We are ready. So back to my point, the doors are currently open for my six-week program, Shine on Social Without Selling Your Soul. This was actually the first ever program that I created and has supported more than 100 women to show up and become visible, create an engaged community and win clients online. And it's this program where I share the step-by-step and the how of the things that I've talked about today. So for example, soulful selling and creating a content funnel that works for you. I take you exactly through that process so that you can do the exact steps that I did that supported me when I was building my presence and learning how to show up online and building a community that then ultimately became my clients. So you get access to me for the six weeks of the program as your coach to ask me any questions about your social media strategy, as well as learn the entire process of how I created my highly engaged community, which has now led me to building a multi six-figure business. So I would encourage you to come on over and check it out. I would love to work with you in this way. You can jump on over to elliswift.com forward slash shine on social 2020, elliswift.com forward slash shine on social 2020. All right, loves, I hope you have the most beautiful rest of your day and I will be back with you very soon. Bye for now.